Ye has more to say to Kim. Did French Montana catch a con man? Plus, Nelly says he's sorry. And we hear from two Super Bowl halftime performers. All that and more on today's show. Hey, what's up? I'm Chelsea Briggs, running down your news for Thursday, February 10th, and joining me is senior writer Griselda Flores. Thank you for having me, Chelsea. Thanks for being here. We have a lot to talk about. A lot. It has been a wild, wild week of Kim and Kanye's very public feud. Now Kim is looking gorgeous covering the March issue of Vogue, saying she's ready to move on, and as expected, Kanye has spoken out too. Yes. <laughs> um, but first off, let's check out Kim looking stunning on the Vogue cover. Goddess like. I mean, she's never looked better. All the photos are just gorgeous. I feel that for sure. And what she had to say in the interview, I think is very telling of where she is in life. Yeah, let me just read one of the quotes she had uh, in the story. So she says, for so long, I did what made other people happy. And I think in the last two years, I decided I'm going to make myself happy. And that feels really good. And even if that created changes and caused my divorce, I think it's important to be honest with yourself about what really makes you happy, I've chosen myself. And my favorite quote is, my 40s are about being team me. I love that. I love that for her. And I think some women, you know, women and men, it feels going through a divorce. It's embarrassing. Obviously, her life's so public already, but I'm proud of her for speaking out and being and owning it. Yeah, and it, clearly she's ready to move on from this headline-making divorce. Obviously, like you said, it's been so public. Um, so to me, this says I'm ready to move on and put all of that stuff behind me. And it's been hard because Kanye's been out there. He's been posting a lot of stuff. You know, it's been interesting because he's been seen out with Julia Fox, a Kim K lookalike. He was at dinner with the other week, but now he's still not ready to move on. He's still posting things that make us believe otherwise. Yeah, and yesterday when the cover dropped, he posted a collage of her photos with their kids, and in all caps he said, God, please bring our family back together. It, so it's heartbreaking. Like you feel for both of them because of again, it's been so public, and you never want to go through this process in front of everyone. Um, but they're public figures. Yeah, that's what they signed up for. Absolutely. Uh, French Montana was hanging out with the Tinder swindler and has a selfie to prove it. I have to say this whole Tinder swindler thing, which is also a mouthful in itself, but it is the reason why I can't do dating apps. Same. It's terrifying, <laughs> right? Yes, and I wish we had more context for this selfie, which looks like they're both in a private jet. Who approached who? Who started talking like, to who? Where are you going? Yeah. Like, what's the conversation? Why are I you mean, taking selfies? So many questions. Yeah, so this guy is from a documentary on Netflix, which if you haven't watched, I totally recommend for you to watch. But he practically just lured women on Tinder by showing off his lavish lifestyle, which wasn't real, according to the documentary. So you just have to watch it. Well, what I think is crazy is that it's obviously trending right now. It just dropped on Netflix this month. But, like, it's not something to me that I think that you would want to brag about. Right, or take <laughs> like, a selfie with this guy who spent five months in jail. Absolutely. Five months in jail, he's out. So watch out, ladies. All right, it is getting hot in her for Nelly. Find out what that means coming up next. Nelly is apologizing after an uncensored video of the rapper receiving oral sex was briefly posted on his Instagram story. Oh, this story is wild, Griselda. What are the details? Yeah, it's an unfortunate situation for all parties involved. Yeah. So apparently this full minute video was uploaded and taken down the same day. But obviously the internet is so quick, I mean, so they caught it, recorded it, and shared it across all social media platforms, and it quickly became a trending topic. Uh, Nelly did speak to TMC to apologize and this is what he said. He said, I sincerely apologize to the young lady and her family. This is unwanted publicity for her and them. 
This was an old video that was private and never meant to go public. I mean, weird. He called her a young lady, I will say. Yes. <laughs> but she was definitely the one I was thinking about the most in this whole oh, thing. Yeah. And I think now it's crazy that his team's coming out and saying that he th they think they he was hacked. But I kind of think that maybe he did it on purpose because Nelly's known for being loud on social media. Yeah. It could have happened. He could have yeah. gotten hacked, but. You know, it's such a sad situation. We probably will never know. Embarrassing situation. <laughs> Very embarrassing. <laughs> All right, Griselda, do you remember Shania Twain's You're Still the One? Of course, I love that song. Let's play it, because we can. You're still the one I It brings back all the nostalgia. So good. It reminds me of my middle school dances. Oh, dancing yes. like this. Right, right. <laughs> um, well, that song never hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100. I can't believe that. Which is wild. <laughs> Here's our girl Jordan Rowling with the list of the biggest number two hits ever. The number ones get plenty of shine. As part of Billboard's countdown of the top 50 songs to peak at number two on the Billboard Hot 100, let's take a moment to celebrate another slate of hits. First up, we have Tag Team's Whoop, There It Is, which spent seven weeks at number two in 1993. The track fell just behind UB40's Can't Help Falling In Love and Mariah Carey's Dream Lover. Next up, Timbaland's Apologize, featuring One Republic, which spent four weeks at number two in 2007. The track fell just behind Chris Brown's Kiss Kiss featuring T-Pain and Alicia Keys' No One. Moving on to Jewel's Foolish Games, You Were Meant For Me, which spent two weeks at number two in 1997. Foolish Games. The track fell just behind Puff Daddy's Can't Nobody Hold Me Down featuring Mace and the Notorious B.I.G.'s Hypnotize. A more recent one, Dua Lipa's Levitating, spent one week at number two in 2021. The track fell just behind Silk Sonic's Leave the Door Open. And the biggest of them all, Leanne Rhymes' How Do I Live spent four weeks at number two in 1997. The track fell just behind Elton John's double-sided single Candle in the Wind, 1997, Something About the Way You Look Tonight. Plus, Savage Gardens truly madly deeply. Whoop, there it wasn't a number one. And to Alita's <laughs> Levitate. I couldn't believe it. I Insane. thought it was. Wild. For Billboard's full countdown of the top 50 songs to peak at number two, head to billboard.com. And don't go anywhere because February 14th, the day of love, is almost here. And we've got some suggestions of songs to get you in the mood. But first, we've got a Billboard Women in Music update. We're excited to announce that Her will receive the Impact Award that honors artists who use their platforms to create positive social change. Very excited for her. It all goes down on March 2nd here in LA. Valentine's Day is right around the corner and we at Billboard News want to help you get a head start on making the best playlist for you and your boo. Here's Tetris with some of the best songs for couples. It's that time of year where couples buy gifts, go on dates, and then maybe... Let's mom and gay and get it on. Thanks, Megan and Charlie. Yeah, it's the season of Valentine's Day, and I'm helping you run down some of the best songs for couples. So grab your boo and get comfy. Things Usher and Alicia Keys did that with a certified bop from 2004. And speaking of booze, 
LMA always gets us in the groove for date night. But since 2020, a lot of us have been booed up at the crib, which is why Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber knew just what to deliver us in these trying times. I still want And as Taylor Swift has been re-recording her music, her Taylor's version of Fearless reminded us all of one of the best love stories of all time. And if you're about to get hitched and need a little more twang in that first dance, look no further than the border between Georgia and Florida. You're my saving grace, you're my kind of church, you're holy. I promise I'm not crying. And as you're pouring that glass of red and enjoying this playlist with Bay, did we list your favorite couple song? Well, let us know in the comments and help me out. I got somebody to impress. For Billboard News, I'm Tetris Kelly. Super Bowl 56 is this Sunday here in LA, and let's be honest though, all anyone really cares about is the halftime show, especially this year. Griselda, what do we know so far? Yeah, so what we know is that we have five music legends who are performing uh, during the halftime show. We have Mary J. Blige, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, and my favorite, Kendrick Lamar. Yes, it's like my middle school playlist, I feel like, for the right. most part. We don't know much because it's always kept very secret. Of course. Um, all the details are kept very secret, but uh, yeah, so it's five of them. So good. Well, Mary J. Blige has been doing interviews on it, and I love this. She said, LA will never be the same. I believe that. Absolutely. <laughs> and she also said this. Take a look. It's some history, man. It's a celebration of how far, you know, hip hop has come, how far R&B has come, how far, you know, just, you know, music in our, in our, our culture. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. I'm from Detroit, so Eminem for me is also like a soft spot in my heart. Yeah. But Snoop has been doing interviews too. Yeah, right. he spoke to the Associated Press and this is what he said. I'm still thinking I'm in a dream because I can't believe that they will let a real hip hop artist grace the stage in an NFL Super Bowl. We're just going to wait for that moment and put something together that's spectacular and do what we're known for doing and add to, on to the legacy. So here's a question for you, because there's always, not always, but a lot of times surprise performers that pop up. Do you think we'll see any this year? And if so, who? Well, honestly, I, I'm not sure, but I've heard rumors about a Tupac hologram making a cameo, Ooh. which isn't confirmed, but that's what we've been hearing. Um, you know, but. I, I, it's hard to think that they can bring in a guest because it's five of them and the show is traditionally 12 minutes long so I can imagine them giving, you know, splitting up some of their time with other guests if there's five of them. Totally. It's a big moment for all of them. It's a big moment for hip hop. They probably just, they want their time. I get it. Right. Yes. And I'm hearing we also have breaking news about Snoop right now. Yeah, so today we reported that he's being sued by one of his former dancers who is accusing him of alleged sexual assault. The lawsuit was filed yesterday, so this is a developing story that we're keeping up on. Now, at this point, has Snoop spoken out about it? So he didn't respond to us, but he did uh, post it on social media. He said, gold digger season is no, here. Snoop, come <laughs> I'm curious to see if he ends up playing in the show. Like, this just came out today. It's breaking news. Is there a chance, a world, where they pull him out of the Super Bowl? Well, that's what we're trying to figure out. So yeah. if we know something, we'll definitely keep you posted. Definitely. Yes, definitely head to Billboard.com for the latest updates on that. That's all for the show. Thank you, Griselda. Thank you. This was fun. So much fun. And we've got more for you tomorrow. I'm Chelsea Briggs, and I'll see you later.